Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health, their food. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Reflecting on this, I decided to follow her advice, and I noticed profound changes in my own dogs. Enhanced energy, healthier skin, and an overall younger demeanor. It's truly heartwarming to see them so vibrant and full of life. Go to badlandsfood.com hometown and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash hometown. I'm back with Benny Sultan, Reverend Charles Jackson, and Keller Kissam to discuss the legacy of the 1963 South Carolina State Championship football team. In the last episode, we looked at the amazing on-field success of this team, which outscored its opponents 526-27 to over the course of the season. This episode, we're going to focus more on the legacy of that team, and the way these three men have partnered to preserve it while serving their community in new ways. I'm curious what led to the renovations of the field, but I'm also curious after the school was shut down. I know that you mentioned that right now it's the Brooklyn Lakeview Empowerment Center, but what was the state of the school before it became that center? Okay, let, let me just, okay, let's go. 1968 was the final class of Lakeview High School as a high school. And one of our board members, the retired banker, he was in that last graduating class. That's Benny Sultan, captain of the 1963 South Carolina State Championship team, who also serves as chairman of the board for the Brooklyn Lakeview Empowerment Center. So then when integration came, Lakeview became a middle school. Those buildings became a middle school, and the name of it was Northside Middle. So for almost 30, 31 years, it was Northside Middle School. And integrated, blacks and whites would go there. And we know that there was some controversy because a lot of the white parents, they were not accustomed to coming down into an area like that to bring their kids, but they got accustomed to it. So for 30 years, the school was there. Okay, now this is where it gets really good. And I'm just, I get emotional when I talk about it. So Northside was there for 33 years. And as the alumni, we would go down to the district office and we would talk to them because all over the state, most of those former all black schools were either torn down or they were left in disrepair. And we did not want that to happen to Lakeview. So we would go down as the alumni and talk. This is all during the 90s, late 80s and 90s. 
So we would go down and talk to them. And then the district, once Northside, they built a new school and they moved from that site, retained their name and moved to another piece of property. And that's where Northside still resides today. So then the former Northside Lakeview School, those buildings became an alternative school. Okay, and alternative meaning you got kids, discipline problems, grade academic problems, that's where they would go. Okay, so it, it was that way for about, about four years. And then God answered a prayer. The alumni, we're a bunch of old people then. We didn't have the dollars to be able to buy that property. It's 10 acres, 93,000 square feet. Okay, so Pastor Jackson and most of the people in the church at that time. They were not members, although it was a mega church, were not members, and they were from other areas. They didn't grow up in the community like he did and like I did, okay? So he brought it to them that he wanted to get the property because that's the community, and the church is more than just going to church and serve. you got to serve the community. So that was a prayer answer for us as the alumni of Lakeview when the Brooklyn Baptist Church, through its foundation, acquired the property, and the rest of it is history. And for many years, the church, quote-unquote, unilaterally, the expense of it carried that burden. And when I got on the board in 2014, being a corporate guy, okay, for some 43 years, when I got my first finance report and I looked, and I saw that the dollars that the church was doling out each year to keep the property and to keep it going and keep programs in there, I was just amazed. And I knew right then that I needed to be a part of this. So when I was able to fully retire, I said, this is what I want to do. But all the credit goes to Pastor Jackson Amen. and the Brooklyn Church for having yes. a vision to, to get the property because it wouldn't be there. And I've done some research of the former all-Black high schools in South Carolina. There's probably, last count, about seven that's still intact. And the rest of them that are around, there's either grass growing up in them or the roof's caved in. They're in disrepair beyond anything that you want to invest any money in. The Lake View, it, it still needs some work, but all in all, it's in fairly great shape. And thanks to Pastor Jackson and the Brooklyn Baptist Church, and thanks to Dominion Energy for understanding the big picture. See, because with that field now and everybody see the growth and development that's coming, there's other entities that are wanting, they want to know what's going on because it's like a jewel. It was like a hidden jewel. It's on 10 acres sitting right there in the middle of West Columbia. And if you put a little time and effort into anything, it can become something. But if you just walk away from it, and like a lot of the former old black high schools, that's what happened to them. And we even got some of these people that, that are my age from some of these schools around South Carolina, they're reading about it in the newspaper. They're contacting us. They're wanting to know, how do we do it? What can we do? How Now we're starting to come together as a group and we explain it to them what they need to do. I think it's great that you guys were able to save the building because it's significant, especially for people of my generation. I'm in my early 30s. And of course, I didn't live during segrega segregation. But we hear about segregation and we learn about we learn about it but when we can see buildings and talk to people it becomes more real to us and so when you tear down these buildings we lose that part of history but when we can go places and see those things 
that makes it so much more real and much more important. I would like to ask what led to the renovation of the field now? What were the steps that went behind Dominion being involved? I went out to a meeting with Reverend Charles Jackson, and it was just to really see about putting up lights because we are in that kind of business. This is Keller Kissam, president of Dominion Energy, South Carolina. And we talked, and that's where I first met Mr. Sultan. We were there, and I said, okay, talk about grass in the field. I said, how about grading the field? How about grading and getting it squared away? And Pastor Jackson said, you can do that. I said, do that for you. And we got our heavy equipment group out there. They volunteered the hours. They went out there and put the lasers on it, and they knocked it out. They put what little bit of topsoil was on it off to the side on a pile, and they came in there, and they got it level. They took all that broken up concrete and fence posts and stuff and took it out. They had to be very careful and remove the goalposts because those goalposts were in a lot of concrete. So they had to get the goalposts out, and then we had to set them back. It was great because we it just so happened, and the timing of everything is it's got to be divine providence from a timing standpoint. There's no such thing as luck in this world. No. And so we had eight poles, steel poles, that we were going to scrap. We were going to send them to the scrap yard. And we were able, it just, and when I called my guys in transmission, Mr. Brandon Ashley, I said, you got any poles? He goes, we got eight right here. We're getting ready to scrap. And he said, let me go out there and see if they'll work. And they work perfectly. They're made out of steel. They aren't going to, they're going to be there forever. And, and then here's another thing he talked about his board. There was a board member there that I said, light, the light banks, that's not something we have. But I think if you go and talk to the rec commission or you go talk to the school district, they're building parks, they're building new schools, and they'll leave the old light banks as refuge. And so they were able, he, one of his board members, went out and contacted the right people and got the banks of lights. So we set the poles, we mounted the lights, we had the field squared away. He took care of organizing the irrigation. They got it in, they sodded the grass, and ho, this isn't luck even. There was a very warm two-and-a-half-week period in South Carolina. It was warmer than normal. The fall felt like summer. And they turned on that irrigation, and what happened? That grass rooted in there solid. <laughs> and when we did That's the dedication, good. you could reach down and try to pull it up, and you could not. And so it got rooted in there good. And I just can't wait till the spring comes because I know that field is going to be green, vibrant, and growing. And Mr. Sultan's going to go from being this head of the board to being a full-time grass cutter. It is going to grow, and it is going to be beautiful. It's going to be beautiful. It is. And one one dream I have personally is I want to get somebody out there that can paint the old logo from this school out there in the middle of it. I think that will be the crowning achievement out there in the middle, and that's something I hope that we can be involved in and maybe help make happen. So. It's just it's just been a labor of community and a labor of love and to and just to hopefully bring a community together and put young people on the right path. Last episode, Benny described what the field looked like before the renovation. And with this image of the new field fresh in my mind, I asked Keller to describe it once more. 
before the field was restored, what could people see? This is a listening show. I'd like to give listeners a description of what it looked like before it was restored, if you could. It looked like sand. It looked like dirt. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, they referred to it as the as the Dust Bowl, even when they played football back then. <laughs> At the other end, you saw some rusted, dilapidated fencing. You saw some broken up concrete in what one time were basketball courts and tennis courts. And then you'd see a field. You could kind of tell that it wasn't exactly level, but it wasn't until we got our equipment out there and shot the level and things of that nature. It had about a four-foot decline on it from one end zone to the other. So I look at it like this. It was a big part of the community, but it was a yard that was in disrepair, and it needed people coming together. And I'm putting their hearts together, putting their souls together, and letting their sweat flow together. And when you look at it today, that's how you see that transformation. And is the school still standing today? The school buildings are still standing. It does not function as a school any longer. This is all part of the Lakeview Empowerment Center where people come in and come together. Wow. That's... And there's a, it's got an amazing future as well. Because I'll tell you this, just like the community, just like these gentlemen with me, the walls may be aged, but the foundation is secure. And that's why it will continue to be built upon as we go forward. I love that. I love it too. Before getting deeper into the story of this renovation and the Lakeview Empowerment Center, I invited Keller to say more about Dominion Energy, as they play such an important role in this story. Dominion Energy serves about two-thirds of the state of South Carolina, electricity, and then even larger portion, electricity and natural gas. We're a combination utility in South Carolina. We've got a deep history here. Our predecessor company was South Carolina Electric and Gas Company, established back in the early 1800s prior to it becoming Dominion Energy. And we've always had a strong tradition of our employees being a part of the communities that we serve. So our linemen, they go to church at Brookland Baptist, and other churches affiliated with Brookland. And uh, Pastor Jackson's son has another church, and it's just a community. And so our employees put a lot of time in the community. We bring the light, not just the electricity that comes into your home, by giving our hearts and our time to serving in our communities as well. And that's why we've got such a fine relationship with both Brookland as well as the Lakeview Empowerment Center. What Dominion has done in supporting the renovation of the Lakeview Field and Community Center is remarkable. Without their involvement, none of this would have been possible. But they needed someone on the ground to lead the actual projects, and they needed someone to help keep the project focused and on task. That's where Benny Sultan and Pastor Jackson came in. We had an opportunity back when Reverend Jackson had a vision of having a community center. And so we talked about it, and we, he actually put it in a commercial kitchen there, and we assisted with that. That was one of the first projects we did here, and that drew people from all over the community. And there's a lot of space there where people come together and have meetings. There are a lot of nonprofits that come there and have their board meetings and things of that nature. There are a lot of seniors that are being served there, and then there are a lot of our youth that are being served there. So there, I look at it as the bookends of society that they are bringing together there, the youth as well as the seniors. 
and uh, people that, that need help. They need assistance and they need camaraderie and being brought together. And it has just become a melting pot for all of this community to be able to come. So we started out there and we're privileged to participate in that, that kitchen remodeling. And in the spirit of that, it's just continued from there. And this field that is located right there, you can walk out of this commercial kitchen and you will see this beautiful reclaimed field that has now got lights on it. And it was just a a natural extension of the partnership we have with this community. Keller compared the new community center to a home field advantage for the people of West Columbia. Not only did we create a level playing field, not only did we create a foundation for success, but we created a home field advantage finally for these young people to go out in so many different ways. And that's what Lakeview Empowerment Center, the vision of Pasta Jackson has been, to create a home field advantage in an area that has been neglected and left. It's like the the stone that's been rejected has become the chief cornerstone. And that's how I feel about, that's how I feel about Brooklyn Baptist. That's how I feel about Lakeview Empowerment Center, a home field advantage. All we're doing there is helping establish that cornerstone. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's powerful what he just said. And I was at one of the games. It's amazing. And when I went and first met Mr. Sultan, he was sitting there. And I'll tell you something about him. He is a doer. Yes. There's a lot of times when we as a company go in and you know what people want? Just write us a check. Leave us alone. Write us a check. That's not what this was. This man was the general contractor on this whole deal. All we had to do was show up and it's things like we get out there and okay, we can't put the poles in until we get it graded. We can't do that until we get the irrigation in. Can't the sod can't be put down. He coordinated all of that. A career at Dibol where he rose up through the ranks of that company. I know why he did, because I experienced it. I wish he'd come out of retirement to come work for us. He is that good. He's volunteer that good. to volunteer, yeah. never receive a dime for anything of which he has done or is doing. Remarkably, West Columbia athletes were still playing and winning championships on that same Dust Bowl field. 50 years after the closure of the segregated Lakeview High School. They're on the same field that we were on when they were winning these state championships in 2019 prior to the pandemic. And some of the old football players, we came to one of the homecoming games and a tear would would come to our eyes when we saw those young people, how determined they were, and the same things that they tra- that we faced 50-something years later when they was winning the state championship, you can't play on the home, we got to find another field to play on. And God stepped in and brought Calico Sam and Dominion Energy to fix that situation so they don't have to deal with that any longer. So now they're dealing and they are playing on a regulation so we're just really happy. And the field has a track around it. Absolutely. And yeah, people can man. come, part of the community, they can walk around it. We've got this lit out there, and it's just, it's a beacon. Oh, man. Yeah, it's a beacon. The lighthouse not only brings the ship to safety at the shore, but it also helps it avoid danger. This is a beacon in the community for young people because it brings them in to a safe harbor where they can grow and go but it also puts them around mentors like Mr. Sultan and others to say, hey, this these are the people you want to emulate in life. These are the people who were disciplined and who persevered 
And all you have to do is apply that and you can be so successful just as they were. Let me, let me just say this. I'm the board chair of the Brooklyn Lakeview Empowerment Center, but I got to mention the board, okay? I've got, there's three board members. I'm sorry, there's three of us, but it's two board members who are, they out of Lakeview. One of them was like Pastor Jackson. He went to the eighth grade and then integration came and he's a retired MD. The other is a retired banker, okay? We've got two attorneys. I couldn't ask for a better board I sat down and did some math. We've got over 450 years of aggregate experience in their respective fields. And all of these people are volunteers, just like me. We're giving back to the community. And it really is a moving thing when you see people will give up their time. And then when you get a corporation like Dominion, they see what we're trying to do. They just wanted to help us and give us the resources so that we could do it. This is what happens when a corporation and a community come together to save history and set a new trajectory for their hometown. I asked Bernie to outline some of the services the new community center provides. I'm just going to go into real briefly. We've got diabetes intervention program. We've got mental health intervention program. And just look at when we first started talking. All of that place was the hub of the community. That's what it's doing today. That's exactly what it's still doing, but it's at a higher level. The outreach is there. We've got tutoring. Some of the local schools, they send their kids there for tutoring. Under the 21st century, I don't know if you're familiar with the 21st century education program, but it's a program where students can get tutoring and those kinds of things. So there's a great deal of things going on there that we're really proud of. I will tell you, from a sense of community, the head paralegal here at our company, her name is Cynthia. After we had the dedication, Pastor Jackson preached at Brooklyn. And when he finished preaching, she sent me an email. And she was in the congregation on that Sunday. And she said, I know you probably don't have time to read this email. I know how busy you are, but I want to let you know how proud I was to be with this company when Pastor Jackson recognized us. So immediately I quit what I was doing. I went down a flight of stairs. I found her in her office, and we communed. And it was an emotional time to be together because she felt a sense of purpose and a true sense of community because our company, where she has worked for a long period of time, was recognized by Reverend Jackson from the pulpit that Sunday. It all comes together, brother. That's what it is. And let me just add to that. I spent almost 43 years with a technical company. Some of the technology that we're using right now was with a company that helped develop all of that. And what Dominion Energy has done, I wish more corporations would understand that whatever products or services that you're delivering to a community, you almost have an obligation to reach back to help them because all they see is, yeah, whatever the product or service you're delivering, they need it. But it helps when the citizens know that the corporation cares about them. And then, you know, all of the changes and things that happen, they can accept it because they know that it's business, but they know that there is a soft side, you know, that all corporations are not just a hard-nosed, bottom-line profit center, you know, that they do care about the people. And it's personal. When I'm breathing my last, I won't care about the budgets and all the accoutrements and everything that goes on with running our business. 
But what I will remember fondly is I put myself shoulder to shoulder with Deacon Benny Sultan and the very Reverend Charles Jackson, Jr. And we did good things in this community and we served others together with the, by pooling our resources. I asked Keller to describe the dedication ceremony, which happened in the fall of 2022, just a few months ago. Well, I'll tell you one thing. It was amazing. Mr. Sultan and his teammates were present. Yeah, and they passed. That, that and we had a football oh, that had Dominion MG oh, on it as a logo. Oh, boy. And good. they brought all of the young people out of the community because we did this right before Thanksgiving. So the schools were out. And so all these young people out of the community were there. We also had the head cheerleader yeah, that was the out cheerleader. there cheerleading <laughs> for Mr. Sultan. Yeah. And she was out there, and the young ladies lined up, and she handed <laughs> off the football to them. And then Mr. Sultan's teammates lined up, some on walkers, some on wheelchairs, right, right. but they had the biggest smiles on that's their face, awesome. some with tears in their eyes, and they handed off that football, and they lined up all in a row. And the young people lined up behind them, and they, and the, then the, the older gentlemen, they spaced themselves out, and the young people stepped forward between them as they handed the symbolic football off to go. And if that is not something that captures what we're about and trying to play it and pay it forward for the next generation, I don't know what does. It was an incredible day and it was on the field, on that sacred ground, on that grass, on that transformative day. And that's what it was. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. And Mr. Burkett was there and he got up to talk and became so emotional that he almost couldn't finish what he was talking about because he said these words and it goes to what they were trying to tell you. And I think it underscores it. And these are his words, not mine. I learned as a young boy that separate does not mean equal. Did you say that? He said, said that. He said and that's what motivated him. And he said that from that podium that day. And I think the repercussions that just resonated across that entire field. And you know what? It's time we got together and we started making it not separate, but together and certainly ensure that it's equal. And that's what we do as a part of what we're trying to do here. Mr. Burkett's father was a lineman for Dominion in the 60s. He followed his dad to work on both the white and black football fields of that era. And what he saw changed him for life. When we did the dedication of the field, the most emotional moment we had absolutely was when this gentleman, whose father actually was a lineman at our company, and he went over to BC High School, okay, which was one of the schools, the white schools they talked about that had a lot, they were changing out lights. And they went over there to that school, and when they were changing out lights, he noticed that field was immaculate. The grass looked like a golf course. And then he turned around and he came over there to change lights out at Lakeview. And he looked at it and he saw it was a dust bowl. And he was a child at the time. Absolutely. But it stuck with him in his soul and it gnawed him in his heart. He unfortunately had his wife passed away. And he took the annuity that they had for her and donated it to the Lakeview Empowerment Center because of what he saw at that time and what he wanted to accomplish. Now, when he got up and spoke at this dedication, there was not a dry eye in in that place. 
And that just shows you the sense of purpose and community. You want to talk about the difference in the field, it's the lighting too. And he saw that when he was a very impressionable six-year-old and it stuck with him until now. He is a extremely successful accounting firm here in this area. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Keller. And that's exactly right. And the first time he mentioned that, Mr. Burkett mentioned that, I got emotional about it because a child that could see that difference and it stuck with him. Now, we're talking, that's 40, that's 50 years, okay? But that stuck with him all of those years. And when he was blessed to be able to do something about it, he did. That speaks volumes to, to him and his character. What struck me about this conversation was the character of everyone involved the humility and selflessness of these men, and the strength of all of those who came up through segregation are things that are going to stick with me for a long time. I've had a lot of good conversations in my time as a podcaster, but I have to say that this is one of my favorite and most impactful. Right at the end of our time together, Reverend Charles Jackson asked if he might add a closing thought. One final word, sir, before closing, if you don't mind. I want to thank Keller and Dominion Energy for believing in us and the assignment God has given us to be a difference maker in our community. We know that were it not for Keller and Dominion Energy believing in us, we would not have been able to accomplish the end God has blessed us to have. I said to him, he may not remember it, in 2014 when they helped us with the commercial kitchen and renovating of a cafeteria to serve the neighborhood, that there were two signature words that guided and gave governance to our ministry that we tried to provide. And those two words are integrity and excellence. I wanted him to know that he could believe in us to do the right thing, and then that we would try to do the right thing at the very best of our abilities. And I told him that then, and I want to tell him again now, that we would do everything we can not to disappoint you. And we have such confidence that we're just looking forward to the next opportunity we have to partner with these two gentlemen who represent a wonderful community. I didn't live through segregation, but I lived through polarization. And it tears you up to see how polarized we are as a society. If you'd have been on that field that day, you'd have seen more love, mercy, and grace than has ever been extended at one time. It was remarkable. Thank you again for giving us this opportunity to share with you. Let me close with prayer. We've never aired a prayer before, and I don't know if we'll do it again. But one thing I learned a long time ago is that you do not get in the way of a preacher's prayers. With that said, I'll turn it over to the very Reverend Charles Jackson. Let us pray. God, our Father, thank you you, so much for this wonderful opportunity given us to share the story of a people in partnership for the good of all your community. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Thank you so guys. much. Good okay. to be here. Okay. Thank you, brother. What's it mean? Thanks so much, Shane. Thank you, guys. Oh,
and thank you for listening. If you would like to know more about the history of Lakeview High School or the Lakeview Empowerment Center, please reach out and we'll help connect you with more information. This center is a nonprofit 501c, and if you're interested in partnering with these gentlemen in any way, we can help there too. You can also find them online at brooklandlakeview.org. A link will be in the show notes. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.